Welcome to Midnight Revolution. Midnight Revolution is a podcast celebrating the friendships that anchor us in life and the deeply centering transformative talks that accompany them. I'm Malisa Joes Khan, a family medicine physician, entrepreneur, and advocate, tackling the journey of life with my husband and two kids and making time to relish tiny moments of joy and connection. And I'm Catherine Akiko Day, a set designer for film and television, an artist, a fitness, nature, and dog lover, looking for authenticity, ease, and connection for myself and my community. In today's episode, we talk with Marina Blubstein. Marina is a vivacious person wearing many hats in life, including being a dog mom of two, boy mom of three, and operations manager in the healthcare sphere. She's passionate about her various identities, including being a Ukrainian New Yorker. In her own words, Marina stands by science, facts, equity, and Oxford commas. She moves through life with a smidge of confidence, a dash of determination, and no shortage of utter hilarity. In today's episode, Marina talks with us about the importance of nurturing a relationship and her evolution with learning how to actually do it. Yeah, so uh, Molly's like one of my best friends from in college, and uh, she introduced me to Malisa. Mm. Well, yeah, and- I, yeah, not like a hey, meet my sister. Like it was just like a hey, family. And you know, as you like get to know your best friend a little bit, yeah. little, and then I got to know Malisa, and uh, oh my god, I had no idea how much I would like need her in my life. Um, obviously because when I yeah. became a mom or when motherhood becomes on you, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. I was like, I'm here. Like we probably hadn't talked in like years. And yeah. she was like, I'm here. What do you need? And I was like, I need everything. <laughs> and uh, so she was like a saving oh. grace because Jesus Christ, the amount you go through ahead. Like yeah. I, I was wildly unprepared. And mom was like, okay, I'm going to send you uh, a, a picture that I drew on art or whatever that Microsoft art word, whatever it yeah. used to be called, I think, <laughs> of like, this is where you put a pet and this is where you put an ice pack. And I was like, oh, okay, did the I? Color, the color coding is really helping right now. <laughs> I, I am one for like, yeah, I used absolutely. to love Microsoft Paint <laughs> or whatever. Like, I love was. making a cheap graphic and paint and being like, <laughs> like, it's so cheesy. Yeah. That oh, does sound like me. that's I remember amazing. making the picture. Yeah. And all just like all the other horrors related. I was like, help help I just I just had a lactation consultant that was completely unnecessary help mom was like okay this is what you do mm, <laughs> I was like gosh. great that <laughs> was a you. hard that's always a hard time for everyone but like mm-hmm. I also was like you know it just I was like so in the raw of it like I was so like in the trenches of it like anybody mm-hmm. like I had such a ra- radar for like if anyone had a kid I'm like I love you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could see the end of the tunnel I can yeah. help you hold my hand oh my goodness so you have three kids you said I have three kids Mm -hmm. yes yes they are five three and one and and they are currently as of like Thursday all in the same daycare (laughs) yeah go ahead so I saw on the thing I remember Malsi you texted me a little more elaboration but yeah I was just um, gonna like segue into it but you can say what you're thinking on the uh on the email, you said uh, something about the importance of caring for your partner. Was was the theme that you wanted to talk about today? Your relationship with your spouse. Your, your relationship, relationship with your with, with your, your partner, your spouse, significant, significant other, other, your person. Um, uh, I was like, come do the podcast, and I was like, I I think you're overestimating where my um my strengths are or what I feel like I can even speak to like I can I can yap love a good yap um but in terms of I felt like what in my life I feel like I finally have a sense of like control over where like I feel like I'm in a good place is um with like my husband and like how how we finally got to like a good good place um, cause we were definitely at a breaking point at a, at a, mm, at a certain mm. point on the verge of like, you know, the divorce, the D word, whatever you want to call it. Um, mm. and yeah, you know, after like some massive blowout fight and mm, mm. that was of course like about absolutely everything in the world. 
Um, it's never about like that one moment. I love that. No, it's true. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's actually mm-hmm. never, never about the potted plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's <laughs> never about the thing. Yeah. Um, um, but we again. we finally embarked on couples therapy. We've been in it for. I'm, I'm like, what are the date right now? So it's twenty. I think we've been in it for two or three years. Mm-hmm. I really want to say at least two. Um, and I think we finally have control not control. That's a dumb word to say it. Like, I don't know what it is, but like, I feel mm-hmm. like empowered a good place. In, a, in a place of, uh, uh, ba- um, good. Like we are balance, good. balance, yeah. satisfaction. Yes. Like, I think, I think we had the like, Oh, everything is your fault or Oh, everything is your fault. Mm-hmm. And it is, to, it's always their fault. Oh my God. Oh my God. And of course, Instagram also makes you feel like so validated and everything yeah. being their fault. It's your fault. You just yeah. clean the sink all the time and not just 75% because our, our yeah. also our our gender roles in this house are like I feel like some people would absolutely not believe um things like my husband is a, is a gem and I am not <laughs> a lot um but yeah um I think that that's the place where I feel like em- empowered to speak to speak on it like I feel like th- this is the work mm-hmm. yeah. that we have put in the that's tears, awesome. the scars, but like the everything else, like yeah. there's a reason this third kid exists and yeah, you know, and um, uh, otherwise it would not have, like, I think our relationship was absolutely falling apart. Right. And I think at the time that it was, oh, let's see, hold on. I, if I had my, if I had Oliver in 2022, which means he was conceived in 2021, which is around the time we started therapy. So there we go. So like that, mm, mm. right. So it was two years. That was number that. two. Wait, that was number two. Number three, number, number, number three, three was 2021. Number three. number three was conceived in 2021 That's around right. the time that we like started therapy. And I also got on antidepressants, right? So there's a lot of like, mm. hey, things are wrong and feeling like, okay, mm-hmm. it is time to like fully act because the opposite doesn't benefit us. And I think neither one of us were in a place where we were like, just let it go. Like, that's it. It's time. Like, yeah, we, we've, we've done the work. And we, I think we both like acknowledged each other. Like we had not you know what I mean? We had just been on done, this yeah. like downward yeah. spiral. Um, mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. between, you know, getting on now, I've been on antidepressants for two years. Now we've been in couples therapy for two years. And just mm-hmm. like, we finally have this amazing therapist after so much crap. Um, I think I was telling Moss a little bit, like one therapist called me irrational and the, her solution to like one of my problems was to just like, just stay inside your house then. Cause I was like, wow. Oh, I have like social anxieties. Yeah. And, like I'm, more introverted than I feel like I come off and she was like then just stay inside like if Misha says he's got it outside then just stay inside your house I was like what kind of crap advice is this wow another therapist I didn't tell you also another therapist told us that anything discussed in therapy we were not allowed to continue discussing afterwards or like only during sessions were we allowed to discuss our problems Mm. and this was like our first ever session and I just like ate it up I was like okay that sounds great I don't want to talk anyway yeah. <laughs> um, so I think having gone through like the mm. shitty therapist, the bad advice, yeah. the, the not mostly me, but like not being able to like comprehend the advice and then take the advice. But now we're in like a place where we are like, we finally learned the basics, the basics yeah. of communication. Moms yeah, 101. Right. They don't teach you this in college. They don't teach you this in kindergarten. And never yeah. learned from friends, family, God, my the relationships around me. And yep. Yes older relationships. Yep. Um, yep. My parents aren't going to listen to this. What I'm talking about. My parents' relationship is not yeah. like exactly. I still that. whisper. That's what we say all the time. Knowing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even knowing my mom. I've even told her about it. She doesn't know where it would exist. Like she doesn't even know. She just like, don't no, say too much Why we can there. speak so freely. Yeah. But, I, even, yes. but I still like, even when I, I still talk, like when I talk, but I still whisper, even though yeah. it doesn't make any sense <laughs> to whisper. I whisper about it because I feel nervous. Oh my God. This is such a valuable topic though. Like to say say that it's relevant Uh, to so many people is an (laughs) understatement, especially our age. Like people are going through it right now. Yes. Um, Especially post uh, pandemic shutdown. Oh my God. Um, The changing world, like there's so much happening. And I feel like a lot from my perspective, a lot of people got married around the time when society says now's the time and Mm -hmm. kind of did, did, went along that route. And it's, it's one way of doing things. And it's 
And I think a lot of people, as you point out, are where none of us are super prepared by our culture and the older generations on how <laughs> to navigate interpersonal communication, especially right. with an intimate partner and right. raising a family and navigating all of this stuff. So this is like so relevant and it's, I'm so grateful for you to bring it up and to be so candid about like the struggle yeah. of it, including like finding the right therapist, which is a whole yeah. journey unto itself. Oh God. She's a gem. I'd like refer her all day long with no commission. Um, <laughs> You're not even getting sponsored to say that. Yeah. Amazing. Um, but we, so we uh, like at the point that we started therapy, I feel like we had also been parents longer than we hadn't been like together. Right. So we oh, met in 2013. Mm. We started like marriage wasn't really like a, a like, a, oh, we need to get married not to have kids. Like I, I'm not a traditionalist. Believer in that. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to get married for the point of like having that title, like husband, wife. I was really done with the term boyfriend at this point. Mm, I was like, yeah. I know. Why are we doing it? Like, I really don't. Yeah. I don't like saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as a, myself, like that, you know, great for other people. But um, so I was like, I just wanted to do that at a point. But I was like, I also know, like, I had this feeling that I was going to have like a hard time conceiving. I don't know why, but it was just like innate. Huh. And actually, somewhere within the first month of meeting, it might have been like, honestly, the first time we, we slept together. And then, you know, when you have that pillow talk in the beginning of a relationship where you can just stay up for several hundred hours. <laughs> what is that even now we're now we're like on our phone anyway. yeah <laughs> um, but anyway this is like our first like oh you know pillow yeah. talk type of situation and I was and I I was like one we're definitely getting married like there's there's not a question like oh we're definitely <laughs> this is like it right I think we're like three dates in maybe four at this point wow um, that's like marina like, conviction like, to me like you have so much conviction that's an aside I'll let you keep talking but I really like I actually point, admire your conviction <laughs> you have conviction in things I'll take it but that that was like a when you know you know type of situation maybe like when you know you know sometimes it's like a job or or, or a pencil or you know your Stanley cup whatever it might be but okay. but for him for me it was him and uh but I also was like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to have kids don't know why nothing had ever led me clinically to that belief but it was just like You're like I'm gonna head. tell you right now yeah and uh, <laughs> I was like cool like NBD he was like I just want a big family and, you know everything was on the table like oh yeah adoption no problem it doesn't matter um where was I going with this oh my god you met and then <laughs> like you started oh, I was doing the timelines so we met in yeah, 2014 and we started trying to conceive I think it was like 2016 it finally happened in 2017 okay. And then, so like we had been in this like road to parenthood, right? For, I felt like longer than we had not been. Right, so it, right. It, we, we didn't have a, like, I think Masa was talking to too. Like we didn't have this like massive honeymoon phase. Like it was like mm, this like month yes. type of situation. And then, yeah. um, so the, the communication breaks, I felt like started happening like really early on. And that's when I'm like, it, not the not being parents directly broke us, but as a result of like, it became 70% of our lives or 80 or 90 or whatever it yeah. was. And you, you just start to have to neglect certain other things. Right. And they tell you, yeah. this, neglect your laundry, neglect your dishes. Sure. No, we full on, I think went into kind of like a neglect of the relationship. Yeah, and sure. I think I feel like my husband's attempts all like I think there was a lot of attempts made on his end to like not have it be neglected but everything's still I'm gonna go with like the depression at this point or PPD or whatever you want to call it but like everything just nothing felt right yeah you know no no attempts felt correct no attempts felt like I didn't want to embark on those attempts whatever you call it somebody's attempting it you take their attempt whatever it's called like yeah, I, don't yeah. I don't want to go on this He's like, let's go on a date. Let's just order in and, and sit just like, and we're going to. No, like, I just want to watch Netflix alone in my bed with the yeah. lights off like a drug addict. I want everyone to be quiet and asleep. And I just want to think about nothing. It's like a classic <laughs> burnout, you know? It's yeah, 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 yeah. Children will burn you out. Like and having to take care of anything outside of your relationship will burn you out. And mm -hmm. it, and I think it got to that point where between like my my undiagnosed depression, my like anxiety and everything, and just not tackling anything and not, not talking to each other, not making mm. the time or the space. And honestly, for me, I will say not even having the like knowledge of how to sure. talk about it. Yeah. I was like, resent is better than communication. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I believed in that until like several months ago, even 
Mm. Because my, I, my, my concept of resent is like, if I sit in my resent, then he's fine. And that means one person is fine. And one person is not fine, which means 50% of the relationship is healthy. <laughs> it's math. Right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's like math, right? If you know, the more you know, it's in our blood, right? Basic math. And uh, mm. this therapist, Allison, love, um, she was like, no, it actually doesn't benefit you because if you're not healthy, then neither is the relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting in negative emotions, it's a, still a crack. Right. And it's, it was it's like, just a matter of time until yeah. it, it blows, right? It blows up. And, and everyone like, feels say it. more. It's not like people don't feel resentment from yeah. you. <laughs> towards parents, towards siblings, mm-hmm. towards their bosses or not bosses, whatever you want to call it. But I was, but the, the best thing about her is she was like, and this is what you do. I was mm. like, hold up. You're going to tell me what is wrong. And you're also going to give me advice on what to do. That is, that is a, uh, actually actionable what is right. this it's not just mm-hmm. stay in your house she said it's going to be uncomfortable like but mm-hmm. in that moment when you're feeling the resent mm-hmm. you you say the feeling right mm-hmm. keep it in the eye say the feeling and I was like say say, say more what do you, what do you mean mm-hmm. she's like you're feeling resent you say hey I really don't like that you were currently on your phone it, you know we we're on this walk right now can you please get off your phone if it's not urgent and I was like I don't want to do that because then it feels uncomfortable then both yeah. of us are immediately uncomfortable she's like yes but at least there's an acknowledgement yes. of like, what is going on? And then you can say, you know, when, when, if the phone goes away, whatever, like, let's restart, you know, Hey, we're in this walk. It's still, the sun is still out. We're still walking the dogs. It's usually like a 10 minute walk of the dogs type of situation. And she's like, it's going to feel so uncomfortable, Yeah. but like restart. It's better than you sitting in your resent mm-hmm. and that crack continuing. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> what is this just- witchcraft? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I was like, honesty. I don't like authenticity. No, it is so uncomfortable. You guys, very uncomfortable. My skin is. I literally have goosebumps thinking about the first time I was given this advice and then had to like not had to, but was like tried it, feeling the resent. And I was like, I love that. I love that you were like (laughs) did it though, because you could be like, what was the alternative? I mean, Literally. there's so many things. Just keep the blinders on and pretend like yeah. nothing's going. There's so many ways to not mm-hmm. take ownership. Yeah. yeah. And like, uh, you know, we've all been in situations where like, you don't want to take ownership and you don't, yeah. and you just like, let it go and you let it go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what's that thing, Catherine, you say about resentment PowerPoint or like a resentment? Oh yeah. there. I have a part that um yeah likes to make resentment powerpoints like just basically yeah. like you know when you're like stewing yeah. in it and you're like these are the yeah. reasons PowerPoints. why oh resentment is- powerpoints oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like a ppt like a powerpoint yeah like you're like let me show you the flowchart yeah. i made about why yeah. you're wrong <laughs> and you're terrible and you know you yeah. you yeah. should be better at doing this and that and here's the reasons <laughs> why here's and like yeah. you bring out like the little pointer and you're like uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> me too me help. too. I love the logic. <laughs> but like, it just stays. It just like stays. And yeah, and then it gets more elaborate, you know, and yes. you're just like building a case files for when you yeah. go to court. And you're like, mm-hmm. like another thing happens, you're like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then you just uh-huh. file it away. Yes. Lines up that <laughs> tracks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is actually funny because my, at a certain point, I think we were both like harping at each harping, but comically like yelling at each other about like what who is to blame for the reasons sure. we are late. First of all, it's the yep. let's let's get one thing straight yeah it's not confusing yeah however we can't tell them that right they were like one three whatever so i we would get to an event and be like sorry we're late and we'd start pointing (laughs) and i think at a certain point my husband was like i'm gonna make a list like i'm gonna start making this list of why are we late and it's gonna be like this is the ultimate i mean this this list lasted for like two months and there was probably one thing on it and but it was like me being like oh and I have forgotten water bottles. I mean, being it is the children's fault. Yeah. Right? No children ever been but like, yeah. it was always like something like that. Or like, oh, we were busy dealing with the kids. And therefore we didn't get a chance to put on our makeup and our shower and our final right. second shoe, which mm-hmm. is actually a thing that happened. My husband literally couldn't find a second shoe. Oh like, my gosh. So, and the kids, it's the kids or the dog. Somebody they took threw it. it in the laundry basket. So <laughs> of course we were late because he couldn't find a second shoe. Like it's yep. the kids. I found a wallet in the laundry basket the other day. And I was like, God, I almost canceled my credit cards for this. Thank God. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, but it, uh, you know, we're, we'll, I, I will never be able to stay on track of a, any conversation unless it's work-related. So 
I don't know. But but we are like just now building the foundation or rebuilding a foundation yeah. that has every single crack I feel like imaginable in it because we never really spent time pouring it in the first place. Mm-hmm. We were like, you know, we really did go from like, we went on a date and I was like, I will marry you. And the story, right? <laughs> I do. And like, yeah. you are, yeah, you are, you are my final. Like, I'm, I don't, I'm done. I'm done with the situation mm-hmm. and you're done with the situation. I have decided for you and everything makes sense and we will have children. And that is, that is how this will go because, because we are meant to be. And so there was, I feel like there was no time mm. spent building a foundation because also mm. I had no clue you needed one. Um, my husband does do all the pickups and the drop-offs. My husband mm. does, I'm going to stop saying that, but like Misha does do all the pickups and the drop-offs. Misha does mm. um, figure out the kids' activities. Like his mind is constantly mm-hmm. going, but he has no concept of the mental overload. None. Yeah. But it's his strength. It just doesn't, it, it doesn't weigh on him on Mm. an hourly basis. Like it does on me. And Mm -mm. I'm like, oh my God, these are way too many decisions that I need to make right now. And I need to pull back and put them all on you. And he's like, okay. But to him, the, I know I'm all, I'm like, I'm like, what kind of human is this? But that is, that is one of his strengths. And I think I knew this going into our relationship. And one of the, one of the, one of the things that attracted me to him. And also Mm. I think you're and I think I used the word high strung yesterday to describe him to him. And he was like, I do not like that. Hmm. Cause he's like, he's like, let me Google this. Right. Cause no one ever knows the definition. And this is another thing our therapist taught us is like to go back and, and go right. to the definition and, and, and find a point where you both agree on the definition and that way, or at least understand what it means to one person versus another person. Right. Right. Understand why you're saying it. Yeah. Which, which also sprung up an entire argument yesterday about the word vendor, which was absolutely <laughs> unrelated, but, but still like, there's always like, go to Google and hey, Google define, right? <laughs> that Google happens a lot. We don't need to, it's 2023. <laughs> no, no, no. But Let the do. robots tell us how to live exactly. our life. It's but, fine. Um, there's no need for humans to get involved. Yeah. But this was like a thing, like I knew this was his strength and it attracted yeah. me fully to it. Mm. And um, at a certain point, I think I just developed this massive like guilt of leaning on his strength and yeah. then mm. develop the resentment sure. because he had yeah. this strength. That's not fair. Yeah. And then never told him about it. Right. And like he pours a lot into the kids, like all yeah. of his energy rate right, as a good parent should. Uh, but like, I don't, I feel like I probably pour 50% of my energy into them. That's, that's, that's not true. Who, who actually can do that, but, but whatever, but that's kind of what it <laughs> seems like. I see him and I see a hundred percent of his right. energy in the kids and I see right. 50% of my energy. And then I got mad at him because a hundred percent of his energy is in the kids. And none right. Yeah. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. I'm, I was also not pouring any energy into him either, yeah. right. yep. but yep. I'm mad at him. Yeah, so and like that's, this, it's just cracked and cracked and cracked and cracked. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I think that's such a good point because it, it can be gendered, but and and it can fall into some common gender mm-hmm. things roles. There's but themes. a lot of times it's not. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times not it's always. Not right. Yeah, and like you know, I'm also that person that's like more like disorganized and scattered right like so it's like hard for me to like manage three or four people. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like he's really good at it. You, you know, if your partner's really good at it, you're kind of, I'm just kind of just like, okay, that's, that's great. But then that person <laughs> is like also just doing it all the time and they may or may not want to do it. Right. Yeah. So just cause you're good at something doesn't mean right. you sure. want to do it. Yeah. Right. And, and it's almost like in, in our relationship, I'm like, I wish I was good because I don't mm. mind doing it. Right. Mm. I actually don't mind. Yeah. Can I, I ask? Can get, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I ask what, cause you were saying there was a, a long period of time when, when, um, you were kind of getting, uh, invitations from your husband to go on dates, work on the relationship. Um, and you just weren't there yet. How did you get there? How did you, yeah. what was the, what was the arc of, from going to like, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. And then to like, what, what changed? Mm. I, and I think I like misspoke a little bit. So it wasn't as much as like, oh, advances. Like it wasn't so much as I was like not accepting his advances. It was more mm-hmm. so of like, here are a million reasons why going on this date today, tomorrow, yesterday is a bad idea. Right, Here's right. All the things that can go wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. So like this is, we now have children. Also the pandemic is now coming into play. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, here, here are just all the reasons why this is bad. Yeah. And at one point I think I was pushing away. I didn't, I was not intentionally knowingly pushing him and the relationship further away. Sure. But at one point yeah. he blew up, um, over the resentment. He was like, okay yeah. with anxieties at a certain point. And then it was like, no, now I am filled with resentment because here I am trying here. You are mm. absolutely not. Yeah. Right. It wasn't like I had, it wasn't like as if I had ever come up with a counter idea. I right. Came up with you were just like, why. shoot it down, shoot it down. Yeah. Absolutely not. It not like, today. Not, not today. Not today. So it sounds like it took time. him, it took him also being honest and vulnerable mm. and upfront and not being like taking yeah. it. Right. Okay. I'm going right. to keep taking it, which but, can work and is helpful sometimes when one yeah. person sucks it up and one person's, ha- you know, working through something and the other person's like, all right, it's fine. You know? Yeah. Um, but then it sounds like it took him being more it took front. a toll and he, I, I don't, I don't know if there was like a big, I mean, I do remember when there was a blow, he was like, let's celebrate anniversary. I called her mom. She's going to come in a mask. We're just going to go like take a walk or go to this restaurant. Also in masks, like every, you know, the COVID anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And I, yes. he thought of, he thought through everything. He mm-hmm. called the restaurant, made sure the table was outside. I called him to ask, make sure the waiters were in masks. I called da, 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 like all these things. Mm-hmm. He did all the things to answer all the questions that I could have possibly had. And still I was like, what if the car breaks down on the way there and the mm-hmm. AAA person shows up and he's not in a mask, you know, like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with me? Here's my husband trying to be like <laughs> a, a romantic and trying to like create energy that we can create a space where we can have energy towards each other. He did all the things. And I was like, no. Mm. And so I think that that was the day. It was like one of our anniversary 2020 or something or 2021 where he, where it just like blew up. And, um, and it, I had to like recognize that I was doing it. I didn't, I didn't necessarily know, like no. I was filled with yeah. my resentment and then he finally voiced his and he's really good at speaking his feelings, but I'm not good at listening. Mm. Like I'm really mm. not, it's not my strength. It's not my strength, not to, not even just to like listen, but to hear and to like, yeah, uh, two different things right? when, when your brain starts spiraling and the wheels start turning, like it couldn't, it would go in one ear and nothing turned. And it would go. <laughs> Great, he's mad. No cogs. No cogs turned. Yeah. No cogs mm. turned. What is mm, the yeah. process? There was no processing happening. Mm. There had no concept of processing. I think through, fine through the antidepressants doing their thing on like a hormonal yeah. basis. Then just yeah. like through starting therapy and both realizing like, like we have to do, we have to do better, right? The alternative yeah. just isn't it for we we can't accept the alternative. Um, even though we used to joke about divorce and I think the joke, yeah. like we manifested it to a certain point because mm. we even had friends being like, that's not funny. Mm. We would mm. like get into like one of those like tips, like we, I don't know, argue about colored pencils or something, not true, but like pre-kids or after kids in front of friends. And we'd be like, huh, divorce. And our friends would be like, that's not funny. Like that's mm. just not funny. Mm. And we'd be yeah. like, oh, it's funny to us. No, we manifested it. You know, we yeah. really manifested ourselves to that point. Um, where there's always truth in comedy, right? Is yeah, for yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah. Um, but it, it was a lot of work on our end. I will say like a lot more work on my end because here I am leaning on his strengths all of the time. And here he is like not showing his exhaustion because he just doesn't feel it as much as I do. Um, and here I am continuously being like, I'm tired. I'm not doing anything. Like all of the things that a, a partner just can't shouldn't be doing and not accepting any advances of like connection so it's like mm-hmm. a lot of missed opportunities for connection and I, and, I, and I think that that argument of like the anniversary and all the plans was like I was like why is he even blowing up what's the big deal it's just like one dinner but like I think that's probably when the processing started right and um there was a seed planted that like day where you were like yeah hmm. and then, <laughs> yeah and then just like I can I think I started on antidepressants like two years ago and we started therapy roughly around a little bit before that, but it kind of like very much helped, um, you know, and then we were finally able to start communicating and I was able to start communicating and listening and processing a lot more. Mm. Um, and then I think came our third child, Oliver, and uh, we slithered into some old habits again and got this sure. like new therapist finally and I think that he was in a way like meant to be he healed like first he healed a lot of birth traumas for myself because this was like a mm. planned 
see, and I'm getting to a point, I swear to God, but um, he, ple- he, he healed that because my two previous births were beyond traumatic. Like mm, I had a, mm. one was like, had to get vacuumed out and, you know, uh, tearing and all this other insane yeah. stuff and had a three and a half week stay in the NICU, which was like a disaster. Oh, so sorry. Um, oh, then, I that. Oh. then what, a, what a wild mess. Anyway, awesome. but that caused a lot of problems with yeah. my family, not having any boundaries whatsoever Mm. right so that that broke us because like how here I am being like torn of like I just entered motherhood I have to like protect my child I have to and but I also like my parents and now my husband are at each other essentially and like everyone in my family Mm. is just like violation of all the barriers boundaries yeah without ever having spoken about boundaries we have no concept of boundaries because Mm -hmm. we're an immigrant family yeah. There's no oh, such yeah. thing. Yeah, no families. Yeah, the only boundaries you have are like of with you and your emotions, and you keep them inside, and that is your boundary. Here's <laughs> your wall. You have- here are your emotions, yeah. and you oh, just keep them right here. So what? True. That helps nobody. Um, <laughs> and um, so like the second mm-hmm. child was was you know fine easier, but like there's still this concept of like not not heal things because he was in emergency C section, so there's more trauma in mm. that, right? Like other things that go unplanned. And then this third kid, while like the labor, and the, mm. or there was no labor because it was a scheduled yeah. C section. Yeah. We scheduled dog care, we scheduled child care, we scheduled going to the hospital, we scheduled right. going into the C section room. What do you call that? Surgery room, mm-hmm. OR, whatever yeah. you call it. Yeah. Exiting, I had to got to hold my child the entire time. Mm. Things just kind of like melt. And and mm-hmm. our and like the ease in which we came home with this third child melted a lot of things away. Oh wow! I think it was just like really, really meant to be to see yeah. that like calm, a new child and calm can happen. Yeah, and yeah. It was very chaotic afterwards. They then you know not sleeping and then not eating or whatever, whatever. All that right. stuff absolutely did happen. But being able to kind of like have this experience, like those eight nine months, whatever it is, like were so necessary for our relationship not planned, mm. plan, but like needed and I'll consider all over this like bless you. this bless you this like you know came into our lives with a purpose um mm. so it makes me like when we are when we were talking about this fourth child which is not a secret to like anybody including our families um we consider this of like what did the kids do to our relationship mm. are, we, are we willing to take that risk again right because mm. even when Oliver entered our fatigue mm-hmm. still settled in yeah. And we became two single parents living under one roof because he had yeah. to take care of the older and I was on the younger because he was an absolute, the worst child that has ever come into this house by all means, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't sleep. So I'm curious. Okay. Uh, you felt that seed of like something. It, it, it necessarily sounds like, I mean, it has to be intimately connected with your postpartum depressive state, right? Like that that's integral to like what was happening. And then you, you started to, I guess, like what came first? Did you start to realize that something was wrong hormonally and with your mood? Uh, Did, did they both kind of come at the same time? Like a two pronged kind of thing? Yeah, I think, um, so the, the, like the road to antidepressants, it just was like, I was like, I just don't feel like myself, like getting called out when my husband was like, here I am making these efforts, but all you're, you're yeah. seeing is like the reasons to say no, and not the reasons mm-hmm. to say no, but all the things that could go wrong. Like, how yeah, the anxiety. That, yeah. That's not just like, I, you know, fell in love with him and trapped his ass because of his strengths. Mm-hmm. Like he, he essentially did the same thing because I, I, and Malsa, like when you, when you wrote that bio and I was like, oh my God, this is, this is not fully correct anymore. Um, but I, I was a outgoing extroverted, mm, mm. positive person, right. but you, um, you, it oh, sounds oh, like you thing. didn't recognize yourself. Yeah. In that I moment you were like, this isn't I me. I finally didn't. Yeah. I, mm. I, it was like getting called out for constantly just only seeing the negative, mm-hmm. um, was like, that can't just be me. Right. Mm. And, and so, uh, you so know, you I finally was can... like, yeah, I, I finally, when I, I mean, I had to, I, I, uh, I was finally back like in the city, in the office. And I was like, Hey, while I'm here with all these amazing providers around me, let me finally take the opportunity to also go see primary care and finally go mm-hmm, see, an o- mm-hmm. o- you know, OBGYN that's not related to hi, there's a human growing inside of me type of stuff. Um, and I was like, Hey, I'd like to do like a mental health screening also. And so, uh, which is why I also love seeing um, NPs because they're like, okay, sorry, mom, but I, I really love seeing NPs right. because everything is so calm and collected and 
because yeah. it's so much focus on on me so she was like okay you know uh, as soon as I'm done with this she's like I'm not gonna do well I'm doing your breast exam um or or your pap smear she's like but when when you're dressed when you're comfortable like uh, you know we'll do a screening mm-hmm. and um she went through all these this all these questions which postpartum screenings are kind of just like do you want to kill yourself do you want to kill your baby yeah. I was like no no no, no. <laughs> okay great Bye. um so she's like great oh, you're geez. fine and so the questions were kind of like do you feel sad and like rate yourself? Like how, right. when was the last time you felt this? Have you uh-huh. ever thought this? And it was like so many questions, right? It was probably 10, but it felt like a lot. Mm. And I felt myself like being like, okay, no, I need to be brutally honest in these answers. Cause otherwise, what is, what is the point the I asked for this screening I am providing? So like saying these, these answers out loud to me rather to her and then being like, okay, based on this questionnaire and the math, so everything is back to math. She's like, you, you have moderate depression. Mm-hmm. And I, I assumed it would come back with like mild, the mildest, mildest, mild. Mm-hmm. But to a touch. That it, yeah. Yeah. A, a slither, just, I, I a thought the answer cough. would be like, yeah. I thought the answer would be like, you might want to eat an apple instead of French. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought that would be the, the result, but she was like, and now I will prescribe you with antidepressants. And it was like, mm. you know, um, and uh, yeah. And I, and I, I, and I felt the shift in myself, like a month, you know, a month into taking antidepressants, I felt mm. like my head starting to finally clear. Mm. This is two, two kids later, right? I know yeah. at this point I had a three-year-old and a, I guess a one-year-old. I, I Oh yeah. Three-year-old and a one-year-old, mm-hmm. one and a half-year-old, three and a half and a one and a half. So like mm-hmm. the amount of time that I think I was sitting in this fog and not being mm. myself in this relationship, right? So here's the person that he, he, you know, created a partnership with mm-hmm. absent, Mm-hmm. resentment on that end resentment on my end because sure. here he is not changing at all and still being able to be the person that mm-hmm. I fell in love with and mm-hmm. recognize all of his mm-hmm. strengths so like nothing was was fair nothing was fair yeah. and um and I and I the antidepressants helped greatly obviously mm-hmm. like it helped me come out of the fog and, and even though we had a terrible therapist it still helped that for every week we were dedicating one yeah. hour to each other to yeah. Yeah. Voice our complaints. That's not it. But even to listen to someone being like, you know, whatever it was, sometimes it was good advice and sometimes it was not, but that wasn't even the point. The point was for an hour a week, right? How many Mm -hmm. hours are there in a week? The focus was on just him. Yeah. It's not about the kids' daycare, the brand of diapers they were using or Mm -hmm. whatever else. Yeah. Which really matters. It really matters. Yeah. When do you get a chance to have that time with your mother? your man your manager fine that's a whole other ball game but like when and that yeah. was it and it yeah. was a turning point um mm. that that hour became important right. and fine we so, like ebbed and flowed in this yeah um, and to that um, point like I, I i had these questions when you were saying this before when we first started like if you go if you've ever done couples therapy and i have um they're always like if you do it in person, so I don't know what it's like on the platform. I've never been on one, but if you go in person, they're like, you can come for four times or like, we have a six times package. And to me, like, I'm like, when we first started, I was like, what did we accomplish in six sessions? Like, Uh, like these cash pay people, you know, I guess it makes it affordable. Like they're, they're higher priced because they're cash pay. And Mm. I don't know if it makes it affordable, but a lot of times I've seen like four sessions, couples, four sessions, sessions 600 bucks whatever you know um and maybe it's like just for ease of payment but I've also heard people say like it might just take like four or five sessions yeah. and I'm like, I don't think like I don't think we can get through anything people work like that sessions. yeah yeah and I think like I think just normalizing or people sometimes say like oh I use therapy for like six months either for themselves or like maybe in a couple situation where um I think what you're saying is really important is it just takes mm-hmm. this long view. Yeah, right? that's true. Like the alternate, yeah. we do not accept the alternative, mm. which is essentially we don't work on anything. Um, it just takes time to work yeah. through things, mm-hmm. not let alone whether you're in an individual therapy or not. So a lot of things that you're saying to me sound like to nurture and water your relationship, which is like so fundamental and sounds almost cheesy. is like, you have to take care of yourself first, mm. or you have to be taking oh. care of yourself yeah. um, to actually nurture your relationship. And that nurturing takes a long time. It's like growing yeah. a plant or growing a tree. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that is like a long 
journey. And I, I don't, I, I don't know if it's true, but I get the sense that people don't really see it as that. Yeah. They still say like, oh, we had a fight. We, we made up. Like, I don't really hear people saying like, and we are in therapy continuously. Whereas that, yeah. that's where I feel like right. it, it takes, it, it yeah. truly takes to be honest. Um, unless you were again, in, we, in the beginning, we talked like a callback to, if you just hit the jackpot with really good adult relationships and mm. you have great mentors and models uh, for what communication looks like. And there's some people out there that can, they do it and they still have the struggles and they get through it, but most people don't. Um, so it's like, if you didn't have that, like you, mm-hmm. I mean, the road, it's like a mountain, like you're surmounting, you know, you're surmounting like yeah. a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it just takes a really long time. Yeah. And I think we're still going through it. I mean, I don't, where relationship is not perfect. I don't even know what that means or what that would look like to either one of us. No such thing. Um, (laughs) No Mm -hmm. such thing, but to be able to have finally created a space for one another where, Mm. and for myself to have learned the ability to say what I'm feeling, um, to listen to how someone else is feeling, to, to like spend time processing like one of our one of the biggest breakthroughs for for me or probably for both of us was like what does it mean to be sorry what is, mm. it, what is an what is an apology what is the value of an apology what is the definition of an apology mm. and it turns out that we had completely opposite all this time we weren't getting our needs filled yeah because mm-hmm. we didn't know I didn't know what it meant to him and he didn't know what it meant to me right how simple is that that all you needed yeah. was a definition which is why I'm like sometimes we just google things <laughs> make sure like are we using this correctly yeah like, sometimes you're just you can't just use synonyms right click synonym in Microsoft and just go with it you mm-hmm. know it's, it's not how life works um so just kind of coming to these understandings and finding our our middle ground or sometimes there is no middle ground mm-hmm. and just being accepting of that person's ground yeah and that person's ground yeah right? But I will say, Mal, one thing you pointed out is like the pricing on therapy and everything else. And I will say that I, we are so, so fortunate when I was like, we need this journey. Mm-hmm. One, the fortunate was the part was that we both agreed to it. There was no yeah. like, oh, because of our, you know, our culture, like this is such yeah. an ick. What is that? What is that term? When, when, when it's, it feels inappropriate because of, because of your culture. It's taboo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It didn't feel taboo for us. Yeah. One, mm-hmm. because he has a, he has a psychiatry, a, a psychiatry degree, which he has never used. He's an engineer, which is like a whole <laughs> other story, but like, so he believes in therapy and I believe in therapy. So one, mm-hmm. we both believed in it. So when it came to the point of like, Hey, we're on the verge of divorce. And the only mm-hmm. thing that could possibly even save us mm-hmm. is therapy. We were both like, yes. The mm-hmm. thing is financially, it, it, it wasn't a luxury to us. We were able to mm-hmm. afford it. Yeah. And I was not about to go hunting. Right. So I, got on the platform, paid whatever the fee was. And we, you know, started on it two weeks Mm, later. mm. So like, I'm so, so lucky. So privileged that it could just, we got rid of these two, two massive barriers and we're able to just embark on this journey, like dive like straight in because the platform is, I was like, I don't care. It's, it's not about insurance. It's not about the cost right now. Like luckily, luckily I could say these things. I do not care. It does not matter. Mm. This is worth it. And Mm. like, even, you know, as our financial situations have like ebbed and flowed also, I was like, when it comes to what we consider emergency, yeah, this yeah. is emergency. Yeah. This I is money that, that we need emergency really... funds. This for yeah. us. Yeah. This is this childcare, right? We need childcare. We need groceries. We need to pay the bills. We need therapy. We need when therapy. When it came That's so to important. our emergency yeah. fund, this is a, this is a part of that calculation because, yeah. because if we don't have that in our emergency fund, we can crack. Right. Yeah. So, so yes, we have that foundation come, kind of still going, but like it's not worth the cracks. We can't handle yes. the cracks. And financially, not worth the cracks. It's the like cracks. Encanto, you know? It's what? what? You watched Encanto, right, Marina? Oh. You never saw Encanto? My oh kids my are not there yet where they're willing, they're able to like sit through that. Oh, yet. It's the music, or, or but the concept. the culture. Yeah. <laughs> well, the concept of the show is that like. This no spoilers. House... Oh, no spoilers. But I mean, okay. it's not really a. I mean, the, the house. I will is a one meta- day watch it. <laughs> You can watch it without the kids. Um, so oh, the is house cool. is a metaphor for like the stability of and the relationships in this family. It's about a family. And there's like literal cracks in mm-hmm. the house. And that, you know, so that the house becomes unstable with the cracks. So if you're not, if you're not paying attention, like it it builds up. And um anyway, so I thought of Encanto when you when you were saying cracks. <laughs> um, but it also, you know, I wanted to ask you like what do you think is like, what are fundamental 
things if you had to list some? And I kind of hate these questions because like, how do you list it? But um, what do you think are fundamental things? And getting back to the topic of nurturing, you know, intimate relationships, spousal relationships. What are those, like if you had to pick a few things that are fundamental for doing that? I have learned that for us, for us, and I think in general, like communication is key. However, define what the heck is communication, Yeah. Mm-hmm. right? Is it listening? Is it talking? Is someone not doing enough? Is someone doing too much? Is someone doing neither or is someone doing mm. all of it? So it is this like the quality and the quantity of the communication, which for us, neither really existed. And we kind of maybe thought it did, but it didn't. So like it is communication. And at the end of the day, that's all you have. If you're not communicating, how are you even getting through the morning, right? How mm-hmm. are you getting from the bathroom to the book packs? Mm-hmm. Very book difficult. Back, book bags, <laughs> backpacks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And also being able to be willing to say like, step one is, hey, we have a problem in order to mm-hmm. make it past That's it. a huge thing. I mean, yeah. you've been so vulnerable this whole talk. Um, it, It's really brave to say like, here's things that I wasn't doing. Right. Or yeah, here's where right. I wasn't was coming up short. Here's my part in it. Here are my tendencies. Like that's really hard to do. Yeah. It's super I think hard. it's still tough. I don't think we're ever gonna be at a point where we are not gonna fight, but I think sure. we can come out of a fight a lot faster. And that's the thing. We are still going to have arguments and we are still not gonna be the same people. Um, but I think I, I think that it's about the speed with which we are able to pull ourselves out of a rut now mm-hmm. that it's a difference between what it was yeah. drastically different than what yeah. it was two years ago. We will still get in a rut. We got into a massive fight. My entire family was here. Man, mind you, they're like always here, but not, not about them. It's just like, we, we gather here a lot. Like we're lucky that we have the, the space um, and that we all live close together. But like we, we got into this whole thing. But luckily, you know, we had had another fight the previous week and we learned from it. And something Uh we did was step to the side and finish the conversation instead of being like, we can't talk about this now. There's too many people in this house. There's always people in this house. Yeah. We never have the time Mm -hmm. for each other. So we were like, we we were like, we need to say it kind of like, I was like, oh my God, this feels like it's happening in a movie. You know, when they say like, (laughs) talk to you in the kitchen and and everyone that's watching the show is like, they can still hear you. You're in the kitchen. It's like, why is this being like privacy? But we did that. We did the mm. thing that you see in the movie. We stepped, granted, luckily, we stepped outside. And at one point, my dad came out and he was like, I need to talk to you about watermelons. I literally turned around and yelled back. I was like, we don't have the time right now. Watermelons are <laughs> I have parents cool. just like, you're just like, you're not, I, like my, my cup is always my, empty my, for them. Yeah. yeah. No, my mom would have recognized that that was like, we were having a serious the moment. Yeah. My dad was like, watermelons. <laughs> like, now is not the time for the watermelons. I don't care. And he like went back inside and mm-hmm. um and probably got mad at me. That's but again, like, we don't talk about these things, so it doesn't matter. So it's fine. Like, yeah. At least my husband and I, Misha and I got right. got through that moment. Right. It took us an hour. We were outside. The kids were getting taken care of by essentially our village. But we needed that moment. We had yeah. a luxury of yeah. that moment. It, it is really yeah. about communicating to get ourselves out of ruts faster. Yeah. Then it would have before they would have lasted months or years. Right. Um, right. Yeah. It can actually last oh, yeah. hours to a day to a week mm. versus like. I'm, I'm really bad at that. I'm being like, Thanks. it's too much right now. Yeah. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. Say that. It's too much. I it's also, too much right yeah. now. And then sometimes just, you do have to say that. I mean, sometimes you're like, let's, but you have to circle back. <laughs> you have to circle yeah. back. Yeah. Someone, someone has to be bold enough to circle to yeah. circle back mm-hmm. exactly. one one-handed yeah. or two whichever whichever because you're always busy right I just wanted to add yeah. one point from another perspective because all of this is so valuable and couples therapy is so valuable and I have done it as well and sometimes it doesn't work out in the sense mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. you aren't meant to be together it's not going to work mm-hmm. people will be their paths are about to diverge, mm-hmm. right? Right. And therapy can also help you see that and navigate that, right? And and be able to navigate that without all of the hurt and pain and confusion that might happen without that guidance, right? Um, yeah. That, that yes. was my experience was we needed that guidance and that time to kind of get out of the chaos, see, see a, a lay of the land 
in order to make a choice. And yes. and so, you know, it's not it's not always, you know, fun and rainbows. <laughs> no, yeah. well, you know, I'm so it's sorry never for not recognizing that. Yeah. Sometimes it is about learning how to get that closure. I guess I haven't had like Catherine too, but like I haven't had that experience. But yeah. There's a lot of experiences there, out there. Yeah. yeah. I totally. think therapy is meant to be able to allow you to understand like emotions and react on your emotions or act on them or to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Speak. And like we have found closure on shit that has happened in the past right um and learning mm-hmm. how to kind of yeah. grow from it or you know figure out how how it currently impacts our relationship us yeah. as individuals mm-hmm. and how we can either go around it or you know whatever yeah so yeah, so yeah cl- closure is definitely a, a massive piece so sorry for not even no no that. I'm just yeah. adding another perspective it's like yeah. it's it, there's and everything in between right it's there's diverse, so many yeah. ways yeah um, so many ways yeah I think <clears throat> I think that's such a good point that therapy, like couples therapy, because that's what we're talking about, nurturing important relationships, Mm -hmm. you know, um, satisfaction in the relationship doesn't always mean staying together. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the loving choice is to part ways. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever that might look like, whatever that looks like, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, physical separation, you know, there might be a financial depending on if you're, you know, married or not. Um, there's so many different ways that I feel like I say that sometimes in postpartum too, is that like, I'm here to help you have a satisfying relationship. It doesn't mean everything is going to go the mm-hmm. way that you expect or yeah. a perfect way yeah, or a preset way. And I can't tell you how it's going to be. And if anyone does again, like run far away from that, yeah, because that's- they, no one, <laughs> yeah. no one can tell you how your life will play out. We just mm-hmm. don't know. We're not omniscient. We can't tell the future, but like, if we can find satisfaction in our journey mm-hmm. or, emp- you know, satisfaction, empowerment, empowerment, authenticity, authenticity, yeah. those, those things. And yeah. that's, I think that's nurturing. That's where we talk about, you know, nurturing yourself, mm-hmm. nurturing your relationship, you know, within that paradigm. Yeah. yeah. Should we wrap this up? People need to go. Yeah. What do we, what do we do? Is there like a nothing? Handshake, a no, that's handshake? we do a virtual handshake. Malsa says how much she loved it. <laughs> yeah. I usually, I usually make an affirmative statement, a declarative positive statement. About how great it was. Yeah. <laughs> this was like a, so it was, it was really I'm not saying it's not <laughs> it true. So every time you say it. Yeah. To chat with you. And I think, you, too. you know, and thank you for sharing like yeah so authentically so so you... so much vulnerability yeah thanks yeah. for creating thank you. the space you guys thanks for creating the space bye, bye guys <laughs> thanks for listening to midnight revolution with Melissa Joyce Khan and Catherine Akiko Day our music is by Alishaba Etube like follow, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts.